Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. We have really only one very short document written about Jesus during his own lifetime, that inscription explaining the reason for his execution. And Luke quotes it as saying, this is the king of the Jews. Short as it is, it has the power to indict everyone who contemplates it. The religious leaders near the cross inadvertently revealed their core creed, saying, if he's God's chosen one, he should save himself. So in a lot of ways, all of these actors, they were putting Jesus' theology on trial. Would Jesus' God save him when confronted with the powers of palace and temple? Like Sister Mary McGlone from the, one of the Congregation of St. Joseph's, um, I think she's in Illinois, but she looked at it from the perspective of the two men on the cross. So this is very interesting. She said, in Jesus' last moments on earth, Luke allowed two criminals to focus the question of the ultimate meaning of his life. So the first agreed with the forces that had seemingly brought Jesus to this moment. Are you not the Christ? If you are, then work the miracle. Dazzle and compel, compel them to believe in you. And by the way, bring us along on the getaway. And with his final breath, this man spoke for all who believe in the definitive power of domination and ultimate value of self-preservation. The other criminal became the gospel's final and perhaps maybe most unanticipated model disciple. Like the humble tax collector of Jesus' parable on prayer, his focus was on God and the blameless man who shared his fate. Unlike anyone else in the scene, he perceived God's presence in the innocent victim by his side. He was able to grasp the mystery that the king of the universe was powerful enough to lay down his life, trusting in his father. Understanding this, he could turn to Jesus and pray, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Perhaps he was the only person present at that moment who desired a place in Jesus' kingdom. This image of Christ the King puts all our ideas about God on trial. It demands a response from us. We, we either ask to be a part of his reign or choose to try to save ourselves. And the image of Christ the King on the cross, friends, proclaims God's presence with us in some of our most wretched and darkest moments sometimes, offering us a, a love and salvation we could not deserve at our best. And indeed, it's this feast of the eternal power of love. Last Thursday night at our Knights of Columbus meeting, one of the men had shared that he was working through the movie for greater glory. And it's been a number of years since I've seen that movie. I think I'll have to get back and, and watch it again. But if you're familiar with the story, it's about the Mexican Cristero War, which broke out in the 1920s. And it was when the secularist government under the leadership of President Calles decided to enforce strict 
anti-clerical laws embedded in the Mexican Constitution of 1917. All religious ceremonies were banned, priests were arrested, some killed. Well, the bulk of the story concerns the Cristero Rebellion, and it began with this small, disorganized bands of guerrilla fighters, but it grew under the leadership of General Enrique Gorostellate, who was played by Andy Garcia, and they became an efficient military operation. The emotional heart of this film, it's that relationship between the general and a 12-year-old boy named Jose. Jose had been a friend of a priest named Padre Christopher and witnessed the priest's murder. And despite his youth, Jose joined the Cristero army, serving as standard bearer and aide to camp to the general. And in the course of a particularly brutal battle, he was captured by the federales and tortured. They were hoping to compel him to renounce the ideals of the Cristeros and accept the decisions of the government. And even in the face of this horrendous attack, he refused to give in, stubbornly repeating the motto of the resistance, Viva el Cristo Rey, long live Christ the King. The church has given us a harsh and beautiful icon to contemplate on this feast. When we plumb its meaning, it reveals that nothing overpowers the love of God. It shows the God who is with every suffering creature, offering compassion, everlasting love, the only salvation that makes a real difference. It invites us in so many ways to meditate on Jesus' sermon on the plain. In the first beatitude, we hear, blessed are you poor, yours is the kingdom of God. And when Jesus first appeared as a preacher in the hills of Galilee, remember his theme was the kingdom of God is at hand. At the very close of For Greater Glory, we see a listing of those figures from the film that the Catholic Church beatified or canonized as saints. Saint Jose Sanchez del Rio was canonized October 2016 in St. Peter's Square. In this country, he's left a legacy. There's a St. Jose Sanchez del Rio Catholic School in San Antonio, and there's a St. Jose Sanchez del Rio Minor Seminary for young men called to the priesthood in Minnesota. What better way, friends, as we enter this week of Thanksgiving to remember this, to let the lowly hear and rejoice, and to always pronounce and live out our faith. Viva el Cristo Rey, long live Christ the King. May Christ's peace and love be with you. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app 
by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.